You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. The golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of the action by giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving you a free shot at $1 million top prize when you download and sign up using promo code THPN. If you haven't tried DraftKings Daily Fantasy, this is the time. It's easy to play. Pick six golfers, stay under the salary cap, and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off early Thursday morning. Then sit back and follow the action. The more red numbers they have on the leaderboard, the closer you'll be to winning some green. Rack up points for pars, birdies, finishing positions, and more. Even though you may not be able to hit the course with the pros, DraftKings is giving you the chance to scratch your competitive itch and reign supreme. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at the $1 million top prize. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Thursday, April 8th. Ian Cameron with you. Uh, Flying solo to begin the show today. Jimmy Murphy might be along momentarily. Uh, we, uh, as he gets his uh, COVID-19 vaccine shot today. Uh, he might be around joining me uh, in just a little bit. Uh, Alex B. Smith uh, has gone back home to tend to a family emergency. His mother uh, not feeling very well, feeling ill right now. Uh, so we have our thoughts, our prayers, our well wishes go out to our comrade, our line mate, uh, Alex B. Smith. Uh, and we hope to have him back with us on this show. Hopefully next week, he's going to uh, take through at least the weekend uh, to go back home, tend to the uh, family emergency so uh, that he's dealing with with his mother. So again, thoughts, prayers, and nothing but the best uh, to be able to, to uh, wish uh, to Alex uh, and to his family and uh, hopefully having him back on the show uh, sooner rather than later. But uh, we have a show still to go through. Uh, Thursday card, uh, a big slate on this Thursday. Of course, uh, last night, uh, Leafs and the Canadians, great hockey game. Back and forth it went. The third period was ridiculous how exciting that was. Uh, it was back and forth. The Leafs getting the victory. Jack Campbell, 10-0 now as a starter. Uh, he got choked up, emotional in his post-game interview, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, just reflecting on the the journey it's been for Jack Campbell to get to where he is right now. Uh, he was toiling around in the AHL for years with the Dallas Stars organization. He was struggling with his game. Uh, even the AHL level, he barely got a look 
with the Dallas Stars, uh, and he worked all his, he worked his way from that all the way to up to where he got to with the LA Kings, where he played better at the AHL level there after he got traded from the Stars organization to the Kings organization. He played so well in the AHL for the Kings affiliate that he got called up to the backup John Quick there. And he played really well the last two seasons. He was in L.A. as the backup to Jonathan Quick. Uh, and, of course, uh, that's what interested the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, in trading for uh, Jack Campbell. Uh, and they did that, and he has been nothing but uh, spectacular uh, for the Leafs since they got him. 10-0 as a starter this year. Uh, he gets another win last night uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Terry Edelman's Minnesota Wild, one of our good uh, loyal Ice Guys listeners and viewers with a huge decisive win against the Colorado Avalanche last night. Uh, it was actually kind of a spot where I'm kind of dis- – I-, I had the over, so I was happy, but I kind of thought the Minnesota Wild as a home dog might have been a decent way to go there just because you figured Colorado's already beaten the hell out of this team you know, a few times this year. And Minnesota now after losing it at home, frustrating fashion the first game to be able to bounce back uh, the way they did. Very impressive. Uh, great job by the offense last night. Everybody was getting in on it uh, offensively. The power play was lighting up Colorado last night. It was definitely not Philip Grubauer's best night uh, in that. Uh, definitely not a game Colorado was going to be proud of, uh, not by any stretch of the imagination. But give the Wild credit, a great win for them. Uh, they had to finally show you a little metal, a little gumption against this Avalanche team, uh, and they finally did that uh, with that win last night uh, against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, it looks like we have Jimmy Murphy via audio uh, with us right now. Uh, I don't know where he is exactly right now. He was at the hospital just recently getting his vaccine. Jimmy, yep, where are I'm you? Here, buddy. Yep, I'm here, buddy. All right, there he is. I'm He's just, up. I'm just coming out to get my shot, my friend. Yeah. All right, good stuff, and it's uh, you hear me all right. Uh, good news. Oh yeah, I hear you good. Uh, so Jimmy, uh, just getting his vaccine Great. coming out of the hospital. So good to have you. Uh, let's get into it. We've got a Thursday card to break down. We've got Florida uh, and Carolina. First game on this slate: Carolina minus one forty home favorites. Total six shaded to the over. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes with a third period rally to beat Florida the uh, in the game on Tuesday night. Uh, Florida took the lead going into the third, but Carolina ties it early in the third, and then they roll from that point on uh, to win 5-2 to two against Florida. Uh, I think the Panthers are a live road dog in this spot. They've been very good off a loss this year. They've still got a very good road record. They've been good at splitting these games with Carolina. It's been a very back-and-forth series between these two teams. Uh, the overs also make sense to me. A lot of these Florida-Carolina games have been higher scoring. So I, I would stick with the over, but I like Florida here. Plus 125, Chris Drieger uh, is going to be in net. I don't mind him one bit. I think he's been a rock-solid, steady goaltender uh, all season for this Panthers team. Uh, of course, coming off a, a shutout victory against Columbus uh, in his last start over the weekend. I like this Florida team. I like the medal they've shown. That was the first loss last uh, game against Carolina since Aaron Ekblad uh, got injured. But I think this team has got the uh, capabilities to bounce back. Like I said, the record off a loss this year is good. Alexander Barkov can't wax poetic more about him than I already have. He's been amazing at both ends of the ice. Patrick Hornquist back healthy, being that usual uh, pest and just irritant that he is in front of the net, which is where he scores so many of his goals. The defense, even without uh, Aaron Ekblad with Strawman uh, and company, have stepped up big time for them. Uh, Mackenzie Weger has been ex- excellent, I thought, with the increased responsibility. Uh, they're still getting it done. 
Uh, Carolina definitely is a, an excellent hockey team, but I, I favor the Panthers here. Road underdogs, bounce back spot. And really, to be honest with you, they had one bad period the other night against Carolina. And to be honest with you, if you look at these two teams when they've met head-to-head five-on-five this year, Florida's got the better numbers. Florida's actually done taken more of the play uh, here toward uh, Carolina at five-on-five. What's gotten the Panthers into trouble is taking too many penalties and not killing them off. The Carolina power play has really, really feasted on Florida this year. I think if this game stays at five-on-five, which is a big if because Carolina – uh, has been feasting on the power play in most of these games. But if Florida can just try their best to stay out of the box, I think they've actually outplayed Carolina for most of this season series at five-on-five. Five. The power play has been the difference uh, for the Hurricanes, just as it was two, uh, Tuesday night when they beat Florida 5-2. to two. So uh, I like the over, and I like Florida here, plus 125. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Florida, Carolina. I don't know if he can hear me, Dad. Jimmy. Jimmy, can you hear me? I don't think he can. We'll we'll get Jimmy back when he's uh uh when he can uh, uh I don't know what he was doing in the background there, but we'll get Jimmy back on in just a second here. Uh yeah, I like Florida here plus 125 in this game uh, against the uh, Carolina uh, Hurricanes. Jimmy, are you there? No. No, he ain't there. Uh, we'll try to get uh, reconnect with him in just a second. All right, Tampa Bay, Columbus. We've got Tampa Bay uh, minus two ten road favorites. Uh, total five and a half, shaded to the under uh, in this one. It sounded like he was, uh, you know, trying to get some pills or something. I don't know, uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, Tampa Bay, Columbus. Look, Tampa Bay has got some problems right now. They're not playing as well uh, in recent games. I think that's pretty uh, undeniable uh, at this point in time. Uh, what we're seeing here with the uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, defensively, they've really had some issues of late. Uh, Basilevsky even has come back down to earth a little bit after a uh, fast start to the season for him, a great start uh, to the season. You know, they're still a little bit banged up in, in a various key positions uh, as well. Uh, Chernak, I think, is a defenseman that they miss a little bit more than people thought uh, going into it. Uh, so, you know, you've got issues right now with this uh, team for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. It's hard, it's hard to trust them right now. They should win this game. I, it's hard to it's hard to really believe in Columbus sweeping this team in back-to-back games at home. Um, I lean to Tampa in regulation, but the problem is I took that the other night and I paid the price for it. I'm not really in a hurry to get back to that bet. It would be the way I would go tonight, but uh, definitely there's uh, some concerns with the Tampa Band for Columbus. It's definitely – a team that's got to play with that sense of urgency. And, you know, maybe uh, Jonas Corposalo, you know, maybe just plays well against Tampa. Remember, he played pretty well against Tampa uh, in the uh, playoff bubble last year. Uh, they didn't lose that series because of Jonas Corposalo. He was he was really good. In fact, he really kept Tampa Bay in it uh, in a lot of those uh, games in the playoff series uh, last year. So, uh, definitely worries me about laying the price here in regulation with Tampa Bay. I lean that way, but I'm probably going to stay off it uh, altogether. Uh, Jimmy, we'll try it one more time here. Yeah, Lightning yeah, Jackets, right. you with us? I'm here. You hear me okay? I think we you got it. Okay? By George, I think we got it. Yes. Yep, we I got, got you. All here right. we go. What do you like? So I'll just go back to that Florida, Carolina, too. I like Florida with the bounce back just as much as you. I'm going to take them on the money line, and I also love the over in that game, too. So give me those two official plays on that. As for Tampa here, you know, I'm with you more and more, Ian. I'm finding it harder to uh, to bet on and, and just, you know, really 
get behind Tampa right now just because you're never getting the value, and, and they're not dependable at this current moment. So uh, I'm going to pass in this game. Um, you know, and I, I think it's something to watch right now because they're a team we're all expecting to make a run of the cup. Uh, but if they start to stagger down down the stretch here, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, no doubt. It's been a, a really rocky up and down uh, recent run. And don't keep in mind, too, I don't want to use the term boredom, but maybe a little bit of boredom, a little lull. You know, this team won the Stanley Cup last year. We're right in the middle of a you know regular season here that maybe they're just not really – 100% locked in, focused. You hate to think that way, but sometimes these are human beings. These aren't robots. These aren't computers. These aren't machines. Sometimes that's the case. And I think right now with Tampa Bay, you're getting a little bit of a lull right now. And the, and the key is to be looking to back Tampa Bay, maybe when they get out of this little funk and this little lull that they're in right now. We'll see if tonight's the night they, they do bounce back and play better, but you know, you're definitely not getting a bargain with the Lightning. Winnipeg and Montreal next game. Montreal minus 115, minus 120. Home favorites, total six shaded to the under. I like the Jets here at plus 105, plus 100, even money. Uh, the, the price has already come down a bit, but it's back-to-back. -back, a very, very intense, uh, exciting hockey game with the Habs and the Leafs last night. Back-to-back -back situation uh, for them uh, as they take on uh, the Jets now tonight who are rested, who are ready. Uh, they're coming off a 4-3 uh, win uh, over the Ottawa Senators the other night. Now they start a, a little bit of a road trip here. It's just a great spot for Winnipeg, uh, a Jets team that's played some very good hockey most of the season, very consistent. Uh, they've actually played Montreal very well this year. They had the one really bad game against Montreal where they got ambushed, but other than that, they've done well head-to-head -head this year uh, against the Montreal Canadiens. You can't love the spot. You can't, again, Brendan Gallagher's injury is significant for this team. Josh Anderson's going to play. I think he's good. He survived that little injury uh, he had last night and he came back in that game and was able to play. So that's definitely good news for the uh, Canadians. But, but the back to back spot's tough. Uh, Carey Price is still out. Uh, so it'll either have to be Jake Allen starting on the back to back or it's going to have to be Caden Primo or Charlie Lindgren uh, in net tonight. Uh, the Canadians haven't decided who's going to be in net, but uh, definitely I favor Winnipeg here. I think they get the victory. I'm on the Jets here, plus 105. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here with Winnipeg, Montreal? Yeah, it's a tough one, I think, in my eyes, Ian. And, you know, I, I think I had said it when talking about that Montreal Leafs game. I, 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 I had credited the Leafs veteran core that they now have built there on being able to carry that team through the, the ebb and flow of a game or even the season. And you saw in that game last night, I mean, there were moments where I thought, you know, okay, Montreal's going to pull away, but you know, the Leafs right now just seem to not crack under pressure like they used to. And that's huge. So I think betting wise, uh, you know, people should remember that They're, these aren't, these aren't last year's Leafs at least before. These aren't the Leafs dating back to 2013 when they blew game seven at TD Garden uh, in the first round. This is a different bunch. So um, that's something to keep an eye on with the Leafs as far as this Jets-Habs game goes. I'll tell you what, I'd love to see Keaton Primo in that. I love this kid. He's going to be a stud. I saw him play a couple times at Northeast. And uh, I would lean towards the under just because I think either way, Montreal is going to tighten up uh, and, and really want to play well in front of their backup or their third string. So I would lean towards the under, but I'm going to pull away and maybe do an in-game betting with this one. 
All right, good stuff there. All right, Pittsburgh and New York Rangers. Next game on the slate, we've got the New York Rangers, minus 120 to minus 125 home favorites. Total six shaded to the over in this game. Uh, we know from a Pittsburgh Penguins standpoint, uh, this is a team that's just riddled right now uh, in terms of injuries. Uh, Malkin, Kapanen, Bluger, Brandon Tanev, and finally, it's catching up to them. I mean, and we've started to see that. You know, they uh, lost to the Bruins. Uh, they lost, of course, big time the other night to the New York Rangers. And I know it's the bounce back spot theory potentially uh, in play for this Penguins team, but not for me. Uh, this is a New York Rangers team that is really starting to percolate and really rounding their game into form. All facets. The offense is flying right now. Defensively, you know, it's still a situation for me where the Rangers are playing better defensively. Shesterkin and net uh, keeps getting better and better and better. I like the Rangers a little bit more Tuesday night than I do tonight. It's a smaller bet for me on the Rangers tonight. We are, are talking about a Pittsburgh team that does, I'm sure, have a little bit of pride in their belly coming off one of those just ugly losses that they had 8-3 the other night at the hands of the uh, Rangers. But I'm not stepping in front of this Rangers team. It's Rangers or pass for me uh, with this group. Mika's a Banajad. Almost every game he's finding the back of the net. Since uh, Panarin came back, he's helped this offense as well. Buchnevich is chipping in offensively. Colin Blackwell uh, has given them some depth at the center ice position in their bottom six forward group. Ryan Strom chips in a goal last night, and that's a bonus uh, for this Rangers team. Uh, this is a team that's got it going right now. They're pushing to try to get back into the playoff mix here in the East. Uh, I don't think they sit on the rest on their laurels and they get satisfied that they beat Pittsburgh the other night. Uh, for me, it's Rangers or pass, and it's over or pass from a total standpoint. All the Penguins and Rangers seem to do is go over the total every time they play each other. Uh, it has been a strong, and I mean strong, series history toward the over in games between the Rangers and the Penguins, and it's strong enough that I'm not going against it. So for me, it would be the Rangers that would be over the total uh, in this game. Uh, Jimmy, your thoughts, Penguins, Rangers. Yeah, give me the give me the uh, blue shirts here in this one, man. They're, the Rangers are rolling. We saw this last year at the end of the season, Ian. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that, but uh, obviously now they have some experience under their belt when I, I'm talking about their younger guys there. Uh, so maybe they're able to carry this even more if they can make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I love the Rangers in this. I, I think, you know, talking to somebody with Pittsburgh too, this is a team that Pittsburgh doesn't want to face in the playoffs in the first round if it ended up that way where they, they did that. Uh, the Rangers just seem to have their number right now. So I'm going to go Rangers money line in this one. All right, Rangers money line for uh, Jimmy Murphy uh, against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. We move on to Boston and Washington. Washington minus 115, slight home favorites. Total five and a half uh, across the board here. Uh, I don't really love either side in this game, but I like over five and a half when I look at, at it. Uh, the Bruins offense is going, and I think they know they've got to keep going. Uh, because they've got some issues now with their goaltending uh, on this Bruins team. We know uh, Tuka Rask is still out. Yarrow Halak now is on the COVID-19 reserve list. Uh, you're looking at now uh, Jeremy Swayman uh, in goal uh, for the uh, Boston Bruins. He will be back in net after getting the victory 4-2 uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers the other night. Played pretty well uh, in that game, to be honest with you. But you're playing a Washington team that's absolutely loaded for bear offensively. Uh, scoring goals has not been the issue for Washington. Backstrom, Oshie, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, they've all been scoring. Wilson, Vrana, and even Connor Sheary has chipped in a lot lately offensively for the Capitals lately. 
But the Capitals' defense is nothing to write home about right now. If you look at all their uh, expected goals against numbers, especially the last 10, 15 games or so, they're hideous. They're awful. I mean, this team had the high danger chances against in that same span of time, last 10, last 15 games, not good. They're giving up a lot of good chances, a lot of good looks at the net, and it's forcing uh, Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, they're two goalies. It looks like it's going to be uh, Samsonov tonight uh, in net for them, but it's forcing their two goalies to have to be brilliant, you know, and, and really bail out this team from this these quality scoring opportunities they're giving up. So when you play with that kind of fire, and you're letting opposing teams get so many good looks at your net, you know, at, at some point you're going to pay the price for it. And I'll say this about the Bruins. They've finally gotten their offense back on track a little bit the last two games. So I think they score. I think Washington chips in offensively too against uh, Swayman and the uh, Bruins a little bit. Because let's be honest here with the uh, Bruins here. And Swayman, he was very good against the Flyers. You got a little bit more firepower coming your way tonight. Uh, with this Washington team. So I like the over here, five and a half minus 110. Let's get our resident Bruin uh, expert, Jimmy's take here, Boston, Washington. Well, Ian, and I'm going to say before I say this, pun very much intended. Apparently, you are not swayed uh, by Mr. Swayman there uh, the other night. I, I am. I, I, I think this kid, <laughs> I'll tell you who he instantly reminded me of uh, when he spoke after the game, Ian, just his his demeanor and his sort of expectation of being in that moment, like like it was just his destiny. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Jordan Bennington two years ago. Really did. Just uh, the look, the mannerisms, the talk, uh, his style in that. Uh, reminded me a lot of Jordan Bennington when he went on that tear for the Blues and led them to the cup. I'm not saying that Jeremy Swayman's about to do that with this Boston Bruins club because I'm worried about the team in front of him. Uh, but I do think he wins today. Uh, I, I like the Bruins in this, and I'm going to go the other way, Ian, on the total as well. I got two official plays. Give me the Bruins money line and give me the under in this one as well. All right. He was uh, buying into the Jeremy Swayman uh, train here. Uh, Boston plus one, uh, 10, and also under five and a half. There's too many, uh, too many breakdowns defensively. Like they, they, they were in a 5 4 shootout with Jersey. Jersey uh, over the weekend, you know, we're not an offensive juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, like I said, this Washington team, you look at all their advanced numbers defensively, it's, it's shaky right now. So there should be some uh, chances for Boston to score goals tonight. But then again, I, at home, I think Washington can, can as well, thing, but we'll see how it goes. Yep. The one thing to keep in mind too, though, for people looking at the Bruins too, um, and you're talking about the offense there. Don't underestimate the value of Charlie McAvoy and him not being there. He won't play tonight, and he won't play Saturday against Philly, uh, down in Philly. So, you know, I watch him closely all the time, and just he's so important to that breakout, uh, especially for that first unit there. So just, you know, keep that in mind when you're thinking that they're going to they're gonna just eat up this Washington defense or, or score some goals. It, that all starts from the back end, and and that's been the Bruins' biggest problem now. And now without McAvoy, I, I got a feeling they might go in, you know, go a little dry on the goals tonight. Yeah, I mean, definitely when you look at the blue line too, you're looking at Grizzlick, Miller, Lozon, Clifton, uh, Jake Jakob Zaboral, uh, and uh, you know, Jared Tenorti is going to have to get, get more time. Camper maybe even. So you've got to go into your depth a little bit. Mm. And again, Brandon Carlo's still out as well. It's not just. Uh, Charlie McAvoy, uh, Brandon yep. Carlo, 
uh, of course, as well. So uh, there's definitely you know some depth concerns now with this Boston Blue. This isn't the Boston Blue line of the Claude Julian era where you had depth for days. You know when someone got injured on that back end, it's just not that way anymore uh, for the Bruins. So something to watch moving forward with Carlo and McAvoy, obviously both out tonight on that Bruin defense. Uh, Flyers and Islanders. We've got the New York Islanders minus 175 home favorites, total five and a half shaded to the over. How about Sweet Lou, the shrewd old businessman, uh, Lou Lamorello saying, I'm not waiting around till Monday's trade deadline. Screw that. Uh, I'm going to get my business done right here, right now, tonight. And he sure did that, picking up Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac, who, of course, played with the Devils all the way back to when Lou was still the GM there uh, many years ago. So he's very familiar with Travis Zajac. And these are two terrific additions for the Islanders. Travis Zajac is a two-way center who's outstanding at the face-off dot. He's a penalty killer. He's good defensively. Uh, he can even chip in a goal or two. In fact, he's been scoring a little bit the last couple of games he played with the Devils before the trade. So getting him as a nice veteran addition. He's been in the Stanley Cup playoffs for many years. So great addition there. And of course, Kyle Palmieri, a bona fide top six forward to improve this team offensively. He was having a great season. Uh, in terms of offense. So very good trade for Lamorello. Uh, they didn't really have to give up a A-plus prospect in the deal. Yeah, they had to part ways with a first-round pick, but that's expected considering there's not an elite prospect in the deal going the other way uh, to New Jersey. So I think all things considered, very well done by Sweet Lou uh, Lamorello uh, for the New York Islanders. Uh, great uh, trade for the Islanders. Both of the new Islander players, Palmieri, Zajac, expected to be in the lineup tonight and make their Islanders debut here uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, I'm going to go over the total in this game. Uh, I would lean as well Islanders regulation. I'm going to actually bet that one as well. Islanders in regulation here uh, in this game. I don't know if I want to go puck line. Sometimes it's tricky with the Islanders, uh, but I, I do like them to win the game. I will go Islanders in regulation, minus 120. And I also like over five and a half here at around minus 120. Uh, again, with the Philadelphia Flyers, I don't think their defense is fully back on track yet. I don't think Carter Hart is fully back on track yet. He's been better, mildly better, but he hasn't isn't fully there just yet. And now this Islanders team, they've got a little more punch offensively, especially with Paul Mary uh, joining the team. And the Islanders, as I've said before, they've been trending over the total more than they have been trending under the total when they play at home. When they play on the road, they seem to tighten up more, and you see more unders with the Islanders on the road. They play a little bit more loose, though, when they play at home, uh, the Islanders, and they've actually trended more over when they've played on home ice. I think we see more of the same here. You know I've been betting these Philadelphia Flyers over the total almost every game recently. So uh, I do like this game over the total Flyers Islanders over five and a half minus minus one twenty, And I also like the Islanders in regulation here, minus minus one twenty. Jimmy, uh, your thoughts here with the uh, Flyers and the Islanders. Oh, Jimmy just uh, dropped out. Uh, so we'll see if Jimmy can uh, jump back in, but uh, we'll move on in the meantime, New Jersey, Buffalo, New Jersey, minus minus one twenty. Uh road favorites, total five and a half shaded to the under uh, minus minus one thirty. You'd be surprised how difficult it is to maintain connection when you're outside and when you're when you're in your vehicle. But yes, it's difficult. But we'll see if we can get uh, Jimmy back in a second. But uh, Devils and Sabers, um, not a game I'm going to get involved with from a side perspective. I took Buffalo the other night against New Jersey. They were plus one thirty-five, plus one forty, pretty much in that price range uh, against New Jersey, and they rewarded me. Uh, I thought the Buffalo Sabers were. Uh, outstanding in that game, played well, 
uh, got their offense rolling, a 5-3 to three victory the other night against the uh, Devils. Uh, I like the mojo right now with this uh, Sabres team. I do. You know, they're playing hard. They're playing with that effort that we didn't see in the waning days of the Ralph Kruger era. Well, Don Granado's got them uh, really battling night in and night out. Brandon Montour has been excellent. He's kind of been a leader on this team. He may not be on this team very much longer because there's trade talks going on for him right now. But I've been impressed with his leadership for this Buffalo team. He's His words, I think, after they blew the, the game against Philly that led to them bouncing back and snapping that 18-game losing streak, the next game against Philly, his post-game comments saying you just got to finish, uh, I think that was great leadership. Uh, that's definitely a guy that I think has helped this uh, group, uh, especially and and played extremely well uh, of late as well for the Sabres. Uh, on the flip side, New Jersey, of course, they, of course, say goodbye to Palmieri and Zajac now with the Islanders. So a team that's already offensively challenged. Now you lose a guy like Cal, Cal Palmieri. So a lot is going to fall on Jesper Bratt, Jack Hughes, Pavel Zaka, Miles Wood for as long for however for however long Miles Wood remains on the team. Uh, he's probably not going to be uh, with Devils much longer. He's being linked in various trade discussions uh, right now. Uh, this is a game I really don't want much of. I would lean over the total. Two teams going nowhere, five and a half the number. It is Aaron Dell, Farmer in the Dell uh, in net tonight for the Devils. Uh, maybe Buffalo can keep their offense going. They have scored. Uh, you got Linus Allmark in net for Buffalo. I just don't know if New Jersey uh, is going to uh, do much and, and contribute to the scoring. I think what I might do here, in fact, I, I'll make this an official play. Let's do Buffalo team total uh, over two and a half minus 120. I like that. I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest Aaron Dell fan. Uh, Buffalo has got some offensive uh, rhythm going and they're getting some production finally. You know, they scored three goals against the Rangers, scored five the other night against New Jersey. The total looks very, very cheap here, in my opinion. Very reasonable. I'm going to go with that. Buffalo Sabres team total uh, over two and a half here uh, at minus 120. Uh, I think they can get to three goals in this game against Aaron Dell uh, and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Jimmy, anything for you here with New Jersey Buffalo? Yeah, and I'll just go back. I, I got cut off there on the Islanders pick. I like the Islanders puck line. Make that my official play, please. Yeah. And then um, for this game, I, I'm liking Buffalo a lot. I mean, you just took two huge leaders out of that dressing room for the Devils. And that, that's that's a tough thing, especially for a lot of young kids on that team. Uh, you know, right now they're just kind of watching their identity be stripped from them. Uh, they're going to see more players get traded there. So it's not going to be a good time in Jersey right now. On the flip side, I think Buffalo is kind of at the point like, who gives a shit anymore, right? I mean, yeah, we're going to see some guys get traded right now, but – we're playing for jobs or we're playing to get traded. So I, I see like there's been an uptick a bit in their playing. You, you mentioned Brandon Montour there. I think he would be a great pickup as a, as a third pairing guy for any contender right now. And of course he is a UMass guy. And by the way, go UMass tonight. Uh, but the Buffalo Sabres, I like this. So give me them on the money line and I'll jump on that team total as well. So that'll be my two official plays here. All right, so uh, both of us liking Buffalo team total uh, over two and a half minus one twenty. I'm going to stick with just that. Uh, the money line price is only plus one ten. I was hoping for more value, but Jimmy likes the money line as well. Buffalo uh, plus one ten. All right, next game: Edmonton, Ottawa for the second straight uh, day. These two teams squaring off. We've got Edmonton 
minus 185 to minus 190 road favorites. Total six and a half shaded to the under uh, in this game. Uh, it'll be Mike Smith in net for sure for the Oilers because it was Miko Koskinen yesterday uh, in the first of the back-to-back -back games between these two teams. Don't know yet who it's going to be for the uh, Senators, and it's a revolving door. You know, it could be uh, it could be uh, Philip Gustafson. It could be uh, Anton Forsberg. Uh, it could be Marcus Hogberg. It could even be Matt Murray, who says he's close to returning. So who knows uh, who's going to be in net tonight, tonight for Ottawa. It could be one a very uh, one of a multitude of different possibilities for the Ottawa Senators. I'm tempted to take Ottawa. You might think, Ian, are you nuts? They have not beaten the Edmonton Oilers this year. They're 0-8, the Ottawa Senators, this year uh, against the Edmonton Oilers. But here's the way I see it. Ottawa at times has shown that bounce back ability. Remember when Montreal beat them soundly four to one last week? What did Ottawa do? They turned around and went to Montreal and beat the Canadians six to three. You know, uh, they are they, they care, they care, they compete, and they lost yesterday four two. I think there's a big time talk in the dressing room going into this game. Certainly, if I'm an Ottawa Senators player, if I'm DJ Smith, the head coach of this team. Do you know what I'm saying to them? You're 0-8 against this team. This is your last chance to beat the Edmonton Oilers this season. You're going to let them sweep you and beat you nine straight times? Are you going to let yourselves go, uh, be humiliated like that? Like I think there's going to be something brought up pregame that, hey, you have you could be about to go 0-9 this year against the Edmonton Oilers, and this is the last head-to-head -head meeting this year between the Oilers and the Senators. This is the last chance. I think Ottawa plays like it's game seven tonight. I just get that, that sense. And if they do, especially here on home ice, we've seen that be good enough to spring a couple upsets. Hell, they've beaten Montreal here at home this year. They've beaten Toronto here on home ice this year. Um, I, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm pulling that damn trigger here. I'm taking Ottawa here, plus uh, the 168, uh, plus 170 even in some spots. It's actually plus 165 to plus 170. Uh, that is the range that you can currently get uh, with the Ottawa Senators. Back-to-back -back situation. I know it's Mike Smith and that. That, uh, that always worries me because he's such the better goalie than Miko Koskinen, uh, and yet the Oilers still won that game yesterday. And I don't know who's in net for Ottawa. That bothers me because it's not necessarily going to be someone I, I'm trusting. Although Forsberg's been okay the couple starts he's been in there, but I'm going to take a shot here. Give me Ottawa, uh, plus 165, plus 170 uh, in that range. Jimmy, uh, what do you think here? Edmonton, Ottawa. I'm right with you, Ian. I really, uh, like, I, I get the same feel about Ottawa right now, and that you're right. That's a key thing, and I was going to go to that. So great minds take a like. They've been a great bounce-back team, even in the games and then second game where maybe they lose, but they, they don't go down lightly. They're not going to just fold. This is, and you said it best, they've got character, they've got pride, and, and I think, you know, if you're an Ottawa fan, man, you've got to be excited about the future. Um, so I'll take Ottawa on the money line here for sure. I also want to ask Ian, I've kind of been out and about, as you know, today. Have you heard anything? Are those kids from North Dakota, are they out of quarantine now, or will that be Saturday they'll get in there? That's a good question. Uh, I, I, I have no added information or newly updated information about that, uh, but we'll have to, uh, so we'll have look to at wait and I see. I think that it. could help them. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I would yeah, check that. Uh, if, you, if you're thinking of going with Ian and I on Ottawa, right, I'm going to do it either way, but that would enhance my bet even more is if those kids are in there because I, I'm telling you, they've got some gems. That Pinto, man, watch out. 
I saw him play. He's from around my neck of the woods and uh, actually used to play in the junior league that I did a lot of writing for, the USPHL. This kid's a stud, and, and they're going to love him there. So if he's playing Yeah, Shane Pinto you're I, talking about. Yeah. 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 If you – and, hey, I would even for, – for the fun of it, I don't, I'm don't. i sure you're not going to be able to get it just because it could be his first game. But if you can get him on a gold prop, go for it. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, you, you probably won't see him, but uh, I, I've, I've heard good things about his skill set for sure. No question about it. Uh, and, and another uh, young player on the Ottawa Senators for, for in terms of their future that might be able to make an impact. Oh, so, yeah, sometimes, you know what, especially late in the seasons. Yeah, we're down to the final month. There's going to be some good spots for, you know, underdogs, for the inferior teams, even against the superior team. And to me, this just looks like a spot where Ottawa's going to come out flying. I don't think they want to go 0-9 to the Edmonton Oilers. They don't want to say they beat us nine straight every game. They won nine of them in a row against us. I don't think they want that on their resume. I don't think they want that in the history books, to be honest with you. So uh, Jimmy and I both making a case here uh, for the Ottawa Senators here as a big uh, home underdog. All right, next game, we've got Nashville, uh, Detroit, rather. Nashville minus 155. Road favorites, total five shaded to the over in this one. I'm, I'm not involved in this game. Uh, Nashville should win. They're definitely on a roll, but they still needed beyond regulation to beat Detroit. And that's what I was on in the last game, Nashville and regulation. Uh, Detroit's been pretty uh, pretty competitive lately. Let's not forget, they beat Tampa Bay uh, over the weekend, took Nashville to overtime. Uh, the Red Wings are playing uh, a little bit better hockey overall, and it's pretty impressive to see because when you look at the Red Wings uh, lineup, still without you know a couple key guys, Robbie Fabry out, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi out, Bobby Ryan out, but uh, I've been impressed with the effort level. Philip Zadina stepped up, Larkin's been good uh, as of late. Adam Ernie has chipped in some offense for them uh, as well. Uh, still a lot of injuries too for Nashville. Uh, Philip Forsberg, uh, Luke Cunning, uh, Borvietsky, uh, Ryan Ellis. Lucas Biza, a lot of injuries uh, for Nashville. Then uh, they're one of those teams. They grind out wins. All right. They, they rarely, you know, beat teams easily. It's grinded out type of wins that this team puts on the board usually. So it's a pass for me on this game. I'd, I'd lean Nashville in regulation, but it didn't get there the other night. And I'm not going to bet it here tonight. Uh, Jimmy, anything for you here? Predators, Red Wings. Yeah, for every reason you just said regarding the Red Wings, I like the uh, Red Wings plus one and a half in this, actually, because they will hang in this game, I believe, and make it hard on Nashville, uh, you know, and maybe even force some extra time. We'll see. But give me them plus one and a half. All right, uh, Detroit Red Wings plus the one and a half goals on the puck line here, uh, which is at around uh, minus uh, 195 with the uh, Detroit Red Wings puck line uh, for Jimmy. We've got Dallas and Chicago now, final game uh, of this uh, Thursday slate. I don't know what the schedule makers were doing here, but no late game. Well, there was supposed to be, I think, Vancouver-Calgary tonight, but because of the Canucks uh, COVID-19 issues, that game was canceled. That was going to be the one late game tonight, but... No late games on the uh, schedule tonight. The latest game uh, is this one, Dallas and Chicago. Uh, we have Dallas minus 110 to minus 115. Slight uh, road favorites here in the Windy City. Uh, total five and a half shaded to the under. I'm back on Dallas here uh, again. Uh, maybe I'm a glutton for punishment because uh, I took them the other night against Chicago. They lose 3-2. Uh, and they were down 3 nothing in that game. Uh, they made it interesting in the third period. But this is... They must game for Dallas. I mean, their playoff hopes are on 
a little bit of life support. They have been done a good job on this road trip of splitting the back-to-back games against the teams they've played. They split with uh, Carolina. They split with Nashville uh, in the first two uh, teams they played on this six-game road trip. And now they'll be looking to do the same here against uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. I think they have a chance here to uh, do just that. I like that they have Hanton Hudobin back in net. They've had to start Jake Ottinger the last few games because Hudobin's been unavailable. Uh, but it does look like Anton Hudobin's going to be back in net tonight for the uh, Dallas Stars. Lankinen, of course, uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks, as usual, uh, which is not, which is definitely uh, not unexpected. Uh, I like Dallas here. They got to end this uh, little six-game road swing on a high note. Uh, these games are just, just imperative for them right now. Uh, I would look Dallas here minus one fifteen. And if you look at the advanced numbers, Dallas has had the better statistical profile than Chicago the last 10 games or so. Chicago's issues have been masked by, at times, brilliant goaltending from Kevin Lankin. And a lot of defensive blunders, uh, a lot of high-danger chances allowed, but Lankin has been there to bail them out. Uh, I don't know if that can carry on indefinitely and, and be something that's sustainable for Chicago. So I'm going to come back here with the Dallas Stars tonight, minus 110, minus 115 uh, in this one. Jimmy, what, what's your take here with Dallas-Chicago? Uh, first off, just I was wishing Alex would be on today, and I want to give my best wishes to him and his family as well. But would have been nice to kind of recap that trade with the Blackhawks and Panthers. I thought the Blackhawks did a really nice job in that in that trade. Um, getting Borgstrom, I thought was huge. But uh, as far as this game goes, I, I like the Blackhawks here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run with the Blackhawks on the money line uh, to take this one from the Dallas Stars. I, I think the Stars are definitely done. All right, definitely. They, they might be done if they lose this game because then they're, they're they're losing ground to teams that they need to be trying to track down and catch. So that's why this game is imperative. But you're right, Chicago Chicago has been better at home, and uh, they showed that the other night against Dallas. We'll see if they can keep it going. So we're on opposite sides here. I like Dallas. Jimmy, like in Chicago here at around plus 100 in this one. And, yes, I mentioned it at the top of the show, and in case you're uh, you know just tuning in on YouTube late, uh, and also for those of you listening on the podcast as well, another reminder that Alex B. Smith is tending to a family emergency back home. Uh, he'll be away from the show at least through the weekend. We're hoping to have him back next week. Uh, and we certainly give him our thoughts, our prayers, our well wishes. This is as good a guy as I've ever met in my life. And I'm not just talking about the uh, handicapping and betting business. I'm talking about just in general of anybody I know in my life, family member, a relative, a friend of mine. Uh, that's what Alex is. That's how good of a guy he is. So we uh, absolutely extend uh, our thoughts, our prayers, our well wishes for him uh, at this time uh, and hope that uh, his uh, mother in particular uh, uh, is uh, feeling better soon. No question about that. Uh, all right, uh, Jimmy, um, before we get to best bets, uh, just want to uh, remind everybody, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. There's certainly... Uh, a lot of different sports uh, that you can get involved with on DraftKings. The Masters Tournament, of course, is uh, uh, underway, the first major of the golf season. Uh, we've got uh, NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball on a daily basis, NFL Draft later this month. There will be props that you can bet with that as well. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, sign up for an account, Use the promo code THPN. You'll get deposit bonuses, weekly incentives, weekly specials. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code 
THPN. All right, it is time for best bets for this Thursday NHL card. Jimmy, where are you going for your best bet on this Thursday night? Yeah, I'm going to stick uh, with the team I, I, you know, I cover there, the Boston Bruins, and their game against the Washington Capitals, uh, and go with uh, the Bruins here to win this game. All right, like in Boston here, you can get them at plus 110 uh, against the Washington Capitals uh, to get the job done. Bruins plus 110 for Jimmy Murphy with his best bet. Uh, my best bet is going to be uh, I'm going to go underdog here, not Ottawa, uh, not, not not that bold with Ottawa. I'm betting Ottawa, but they're not best bet. Uh, I'm going to go with Florida, the Panthers. Wow, Panthers on the prowl tonight, I think, against Carolina. Uh, Wow! Wow! There we go. That's my uh, that's my Panther sound. That's as good as I can do right there. Uh, plus one twenty six against Carolina. Look, uh, even without Ekblad, this is a big game for them. Carolina stole the game in the third period. I thought five on five, Florida was just as good, if not better, than Carolina. Stay out of the box, kill some penalties against Carolina, and they win that game. They weren't able to do it. Florida, I think, bounces back. They've been good off a loss, good on the road all season. And I'm happy to take this kind of price with them. Florida Panthers plus 126 against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this Thursday uh, NHL card. Uh, that'll wrap things up. Uh, great stuff. Uh, great show as always. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live on YouTube seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern time. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys audio podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. For Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Thursday. Enjoy the games and good luck, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Friday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now a show that's going to give you the truth about the biggest epidemic of our times. We're all a little crazy. We're all a little crazy is brought to you by the same year global mental health movement and the Hockey Podcast Network. This is NHL great mental health advocate and member of the same here alliance, Theo Fleury. This is 20-year professional sports executive, mental health advocate, and founder of the hashtag same here global mental health movement, Eric Cusin. This is Darren Ravel, sports business insider, mental health advocate, and founder of the Same Here Influencer Alliance. We're so afraid as a society to rip the Band-Aid off the topic in a real way. Anytime you open up about something that's controversial or taboo, the first one through the wall always gets bloodied. And that's why we're doing this. We don't mind being the ones getting bloodied. We put our stories out there well before it was a thing to do for a reason. Because as much as they're extreme examples of how far you can fall, they show everyone the challenging life experiences impact everyone, even those of us who have reached the top of our competitive industries. The issue in media today, traditional media and social media, we are so quick to look for simple answers, simple explanations. We want everything wrapped in a bow. But this topic is messy. The nuances need to be explained. Yeah, it needs real long-form conversation like this. I'm just thrilled that we can be real with people and address the current events happening in this space in real time and set the record straight. More talk happening doesn't mean it's helping the conversation move forward. The words we use matter.
We have the greatest mental health awareness in the history of our planet, and yet the mental health trends and outcomes are awful. It means the current messages aren't working. Find me a person who hasn't faced trauma in their lives. Anyone. You can. Things have affected all of us. It's why we all say we are all a little crazy in our own unique ways. This topic isn't for one in five of us with mental illness. It's for five in five whose mental health has been impacted. This isn't an athlete issue. It's not a musician issue. It's a societal one. This is the greatest epidemic of our time. No, it's not about stopping any stigma. It's about us all saying same here. Our openness and the commonality in our struggles, that's what erodes stigma better and faster than any campaign telling people to stop anything ever will. Available on all podcast apps. Do us a favor and download each episode before you listen. And if you're an Apple user, please rate and review the podcast as it helps us get these important conversations out to reach a larger audience.